Hey listeners, do I have an event for you? Billings American Legion is putting on their annual Hall of Fame dinner April 9th at the Doubletree Hotel. Join us for a night of fun honoring current and past Legion ballplayers. All proceeds go right back to the program. More information to follow, but you want to be sure to mark this date. This year's Hall of Fame class is truly amazing. You can follow their stories here on our podcast and then meet them in person at the Hall of Fame dinner. They are an inspiration to all. Thank you and for your support. Hello, welcome to Wide Love Sports. Today I am joined by Billings Blue Jays head coach Calvin Bjorgum. How are you doing today, man? Not too bad, Mitch. How are you doing? Doing well and doing good. Um, so, you know, I just want to start this out by, you know, what kind of got you into coaching? Um, I mean, the biggest influence probably on me getting into coaching is my dad. He coached, was my coach from whenever I picked up a bat and ball to up till high school when he couldn't coach anymore. Um, and then after I got done playing ball, I, there's no way I couldn't stay away from the game. So the only way I could stay around it was coaching and I kind of just hopped right into it. So, yeah. That's awesome for sure. And so now you're coaching with your dad. How cool of an experience is that to be able to coach with him? Yeah, it's awesome. There's, um, there's honestly nothing better. And the joke that we have running is that I'm, I'm able to boss him around on a baseball field. So that's pretty cool, but no, it's, it's, it's awesome. He's a great person to have around and not only with like the baseball aspect, but like everything that goes around outside of the game. He's that's, he's pretty much that guy for that. So. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, you know, you're a fairly new head coach. I think three years Sweck has been with the Royals now, so this will be your third year as the Blue Jays head coach. How have you adjusted to being a pretty new head coach? Um, I mean, just time. You get comfortable with the guys. You get more comfortable with the game. I mean, it's it's tough at first. Like, I at first I was like, whoa, like I have to be the one to call the shots sometimes, and that's not something I was – used to at all and then I mean yeah just with time and I mean my first year helped a lot I mean winning the state championship was awesome but the players on that team took a lot of the pressure off me mostly just because how talented they were and same with last year I mean we won 40 plus games again and just how the talent that we have coming through the blue side program helps a lot where we can teach those things in practice then when we get to games it's kind of we can relax as coaches and just be like, Hey, you guys just have fun, go play the game. And I mean, yeah, obviously there's those coaching moments that come into play in game, but being the head coach, I mean, it's fun. It's a fun experience. So awesome. So, you know, your first year you did have a really good team. And then last year they were pretty successful at the double a level as well. So how cool is it to see them do well their first year with the Royals? Oh, it's awesome. And I mean, we knew they would have success and just to be able to actually see that come to fruition was awesome. Like they competed for a state title at a 20 game win streak and all those guys, except for, I think one from that championship team are coming back um, that were on the Royals last year. Mm. And for those guys to be able to go back at it again and I know they're excited to get going again and it's it's awesome to see them 
succeed at that level. So that's awesome. So, you know, I've asked this before in a different light, but I'm going to ask it to you probably differently than what I've asked before. What kind of advantage does the Blue Jays and Cardinals programs have being able to play 18 year olds earlier than some other towns in the state? Um, I guess I'll just take it from my personal experience. When, when I played being a Blue Jay, when you get to play those older guys and you do see fast, they are, I mean, from being a 15 year old playing 18 year old, they're faster, stronger, whatever you want to throw out there. Like they have that advantage already just age with that age gap and to be able to play against that. And then once you get up to the Royals and the double A level, it's like, Oh, I've seen this before. So I'm used to it. And same with coaching. Now it's like these guys that we roll out there to play the Laurels, the Miles cities, the Lewis towns, Belgrades, GVOs, those guys, when they see that, and that's, that's top level a ball in this mm-hmm. state. And um, for those guys to be able to comp- not only compete, but win against those teams. And then once they get up to that age with double A, they're like, Oh, I've been here before. I, and now I'm that age. And then they get to be bigger, faster, stronger, and they can, it's almost like just kind of going through the motions for them at that point, And they're comfortable. So, right. Yep. No, I will. I've thought of it more from the like, bad of like oh my god we're all 15 smaller playing these huge 18 year olds but then as i was thinking about it today as i was prepping for this i'm like you know what it's actually kind of an advantage <laughs> it is it really is no it really and that's what we tell our guys we're like we we say hey look at this age we're looking like we want you guys to compete we want you guys to work your butts off work as hard as you can and when you we are coaching you for that double a level once you get there you're going to be comfortable and you're going to see the work that you put in at the a level come to light at the double A level and you're going to be successful. And that's kind of what we preach to our Blue Jay guys. Like, Hey, yeah, we love winning. Obviously everyone loves winning, but we are here to coach you to get to that double A level, get to that next level. And then once you get to that double A level, hopefully you can progress further in your college base or into college in your baseball career. Right. And that's what we preach from day one. So. For sure. So I know you personally played college baseball yourself. So what was that experience like for you? Oh, it's a grind, man. I mean, I only played for one year and the hardest part about it is I was coming off an injury from my senior year. I broke my foot my senior year of high school. And uh, to have to come off of not only come off of an injury, but go to a completely different state, meet completely new people, and then try to get immersed into a completely different program is all, oh, it's a grind. It's basically like having, having a job outside of school really is what it is. I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like it's super fun, obviously playing base, being able to play baseball at that next level, but oof, you got to work. You got to work at it, especially if you want to keep going. Oh, for sure. No, yeah. and I think that that's something I didn't even realize going into college and having friends that have played on the baseball team. It is like a second job on top of school. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Time. Yeah, it for is. sure. So, you know, being the 18 coach, it's kind of cool. Cause you do get to see those kids kind of almost like, grow I guess is a way to put it so what is the one thing that you see in kids that just you're like okay yep he's going to be on the double a team next year I mean outside of their skills of like within the game it's all mental like the they can they can control the things that they can control which is their attitude and their effort and that's day to day day in day out whatever it may be they may be struggling swinging it they may be struggling throwing it on the mound maybe filming in the field whatever it might be, but they know that they can keep that composure and 
that's something that my dad and I definitely look for when we're like, Hey, can this guy progress to the next level? And we're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because he can like, he's either made that jump, made that or matured. There we go. Matured in a sense to where he can compete at that level. If he makes a mistake, he can bounce back from it right away. Or, I mean, with the guys that are with those seniors that are on the rows right now, they, from the first year we had them to now, like, not only like did they mature physically, but they matured like mentally as well. And that's why, that's why they're on that team now is because they, they just matured in those ways that allowed them to not only compete, but succeed and win. So. So how cool is it as a cohesive, like coaching staff to have Sweck and Tina at the double A level yourself and your dad at the A level and then now chasing BB at the BB level for the red side. Um, it's or blue side. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, it's cool to be able to talk from top down with those guys about anything like talking with Sweck and Tina and coach Mayshill and Cam at that level to be able to talk like about the guys we had or about the guys coming up and then to be able to be, to know what we're going to get with chasing BB down at the B level those guys, I mean, we are not worried about them the least bit down at the B level. Like they're they're going to be great, and they're going to have a great team, and they're going to be successful, and they're going to win games. And we're excited to have those guys from that B team come up to us, and we're excited to send some of our A guys up to the Royals, like mm-hmm. to be able. And we talk on a daily basis, all of us, top down, which is That's so cool. Cool, for sure. So you know, the Goldsmith Tournament is a really cool thing that Billings Legion does for the A level and the B levels included in that too. How neat is it to have a tournament in your hometown at your home field for the A level? Oh, it's awesome to be able to bring teams in from all over the place. Like, and not only do we get those teams to come in, but sometimes we can go to them as well. And I think that's, I think that's a benefit with that is like, Hey, if you guys come to us, maybe we'll come to you next year or we've, come to you in the past like hey do you want to come to our tournament this year and just be able to be like just to be able to host a tournament is super awesome yeah like it has it's it's stressful at times like games get going long long days at the field but hey like you couldn't ask for anything better in the summer right just to be able to spend time at the field all day long and watch good baseball so yeah for sure so what is or what do you and the whole blue side expect from your players in the offseason i mean just to keep working, like no matter what it's at, we have a lot of guys that play multiple sports and we just want them to be successful in whatever they might do, whether it be football, basketball, swimming. I know we've had swimmers in the past, like runners, we have runners too. And I mean, whatever they do just to work at it, like obviously if they don't play that extra sport, we offer winter workouts starting in January every year. And we would love those guys to be at that. But if they play second sport, go go succeed at that other sport and we will be happy to see you in March and we'll be ready to go right away. And the expectation, just work your butt off wherever you're at, like control what you control attitude and effort, like I said, and you'll be successful no matter what. For sure. That's awesome. So um, what has been your favorite story? One as a player and two as a coach that you have so far. Oh man. Well, as a coach, being a first-year head coach and win a state championship, I don't think there's anything that can beat that, honestly. Mm. It's awesome to be able to 
have that memory for the rest of my life that I don't think there's anything that can beat that. And, and I win it with my dad too. That's also yeah. sweet. Um, as a player. Wow. Oh, um, I guess my best memory as a player was my senior year. I was, I had the opportunity to, we, I hit a walk-off double to beat the Scarlets. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> so that was super sweet. Um, and I mean, I got a chance to play in a state championship too. We may have lost in my junior year, but I also had a chance to play in a state championship too, which is awesome. Not people, not many people get to say they both played and coached in a state championship. So no, that is awesome for sure, for sure. So what is that Scarlet Royal rivalry like? One is a player, but then now you're coaching in it with the Blue Jays and Cardinals. It's fun. And you've coached in the Royals too. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um. I mean, as a player, like, obviously there's always going to be emotion with that game and you can't let those emotions get the best of you when you're on the field. And sometimes it did with us. Cause I know when I was playing, we struggled to beat the red side because they were all oh, man. When I was playing, they were so, they were so talented. They, when I was a Royal, they won back to back state championships. So yeah. it was always tough to tough to beat the red side. But when those, those few games that we did, those were sweet. Those were awesome. Um, and then as a coach, it's been fun. I mean, we we get along really well with the Cardinals coach, coach coaches and we get along well with the Scarlet's coaches as well. And I mean, we can have close games, we can have blowouts, but no matter what, like we're still going to be able to talk to them off the field during the games. Mm-hmm. No matter what it might be and we tell our guys just hey, have fun, same thing, like same thing that I told myself when I played, don't let the emotions get the best of you. But go out there, have fun, compete your butts off. And whatever happens, happens. Obviously, we always want to beat the red side. But whatever happens, happens. It's, yeah, it's baseball. It's a game. Have fun. Definitely. So one important thing that Legion implemented a few years ago, I think it was, but you need to have a bunch of pitchers on your team. How do you develop people that maybe didn't pitch much coming up to the A level to be able to pitch? Um. Well, for the most part, first thing we do is we just ask the guys like hey do you pitch and if they're not comfortable pitching we tell them you don't you don't have to throw if you don't want to like we will find guys that will be successful for us on the mound and then I mean just get comfortable Mm -hmm. like throw them out in tough situations and see how they control it and for the most part it's it's worked I mean there's always the couple that like hey they have those bad outings can't find the strikes on whatever it may be but we're like, hey, we're not going to give up on you. You're going to go back out there. You're going to get another chance, another opportunity, and you're going to be successful. And, I mean, it starts with off-season working, throwing in the off-season, throwing bullpens, getting comfortable with secondary pitches, and then throwing bullpens in season two, like working on what you need to work on. Maybe your breaking ball didn't work one day, or maybe you need to get more comfortable throwing your change up. Whatever it might be, we tell them, like, hey, like, take bullpen seriously. Take playing catch seriously. That's the mm-hmm. number one thing in baseball is just playing catch. And, um, yeah, and then it, it'll show when they get out there on the mound. We put them out there. And For sure. That's cool. So if you have a kid that is struggling either at the plate or, you know, at the mound, how do you help them so that it doesn't completely spiral for an extended period of time? good question um for the most part we don't try to get too mechanical with them like it's 
we start up here, right in their head. Like, hey, you're struggling. First thing you do, turn your brain off. Don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Let it go. It's in the past. Gone. Nothing you can do about it now. And if that doesn't, if I mean, if they do that, but they're still fine and struggling, then we might get mechanical with them. Like, hey, like your hands might be too, like my hands might be too loud. Got to quiet them down. Or maybe their lower half just isn't engaged in their swing. Or pitchers, like they're, they might just be flying open, missing arm side with their fastball, whatever it might be. Then we might get mechanical. But the first thing we do is we just tell them shut their brains off. Like just take a deep breath, relax. You'll be fine. Let your body take over. You've been here before. And I, I mean, what we've seen is those results have worked, but sometimes, sometimes it has to go further than that. And then we might get mechanical, but we don't want to get mechanical too quickly. Cause I mean, they're still kids and that's a lot to process sometimes. Like, you say one thing and then you go say another thing and then it all starts to build up and they're like, Oh my God. And then they can't think. And that makes it even worse. So right. we just talk, Hey, relax, turn your brains off, go back at it, let your body take over. And then if we need to make more adjustments, we do, but yeah, for sure. So how do you think Eastern A is going to be this year? Oh, it, I mean, it's always tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last year. I mean, last year we were at the tops and we didn't make it to the weekend. I mean, that happens. It's baseball. And this year, I expect the same thing. Laurel, Laurel is always Laurel. They're always going to be good. Miles City's got a bunch of dudes coming back. Glendive won the district last year. So, I mean, they're feeling confident coming into this year. Glasgow, Glasgow's got a – I got a dude on the mound. I know that for a fact. Wow. And, I mean, Jack's a great coach, and he'll be able to get those guys rolling come postseason no matter what. The Cardinals are going to be strong. They got pretty much their whole team coming back, which is right. kind of scary because they were good last year too. Who am I missing? Oh, we are adding Sydney back into the district. That's oh, awesome. Okay. Super cool. That's super cool that Sydney is going to be able to come back. I always love to go in there to play. Yeah, and then our Malta and Wolf Point staying, or is one of them going down? Wolf Point's going to be – Malta hasn't been around for a few years. Okay. Freud is also going to be, I think, or they may not have a team because I think plenty would might be hopping in, but they're also going to be B. So okay. I think it's a seven. Neat. Yeah. Us, it is Lord. cool to see Sydney back. I was kind of yeah, disappointed it, when they folded. I know. I know. And it's, it's really cool to get them back in the district, which is awesome. So, That's but yeah, cool. it's going to be, it's going to be a grind for sure that I think anyone could come out on top this year. That's awesome. I, I like that there's parody on it for sure. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Great year. That's cool. So where is the state tournament this year for a state tournament is in, Belgrade, I believe. That's a nice stadium. Yes. And actually, we get a host edition tournament for the East. Oh, awesome. Blue Jays will be the host team this year. So I'll be at Pertz and it'll be a lot of fun. That's really awesome. So. That's awesome. Well, hey, thanks, Calvin, for your time and just congr- or, uh, good luck on the upcoming season and wish you the best of luck. Of course, Mitch. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Of course. Have a great rest of your night and go Zags. I hear you're a big gun Zags. Go Zags, man. Go Zags. Heck yeah. All right. Talk to you later. See ya.